Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerd Talk Podcast. It's been a fat minute. It's been a while. I don't think we've done one since, like, 2016 or 2017. It's been a few years since we've done a Nerd Talk Podcast. We're back, and seeing as there's no new releases on really anything, we decided to rewatch the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy, uh, well, kind of randomly, because we were bored one day, and Ian put on the first Pirates, and then we just decided to watch the next two. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before that, we have one piece of news to talk about because there's not really much news at all to talk about, but this happened a couple weeks ago. Ezra Miller choked some random fan on the street and just threw her down. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny because if you watch the video, he's just so drunk and he goes up to her. He's like, you want to fight? You want to fight? And then he grabs her and she's like, still thinks they're just play fighting. Like, oh, it's a joke. And then he like throws her to the ground. Then she's like, oh no, it's not a joke. And the guy that's filming is like, bruh, bruh. And Ian, what, what did you, what did you think of this video? I mean, I kind of want to say it's not a fight, but like at the same time, like he grabs her by the throat and I won't say throws her down. I'll say puts her down. Um, it's a really weird, weird scene. Like she's like all like laughing and stuff until she grabs his throat until he grabs her throat. No, until he throws her. Even when he first grabs her throat, she's like, "Oh, it's just playing." And then he starts like taking her to the ground. That's yeah. when you see her facial expression change. So I guess he was gonna go in for some UFC ground and pound, you know, get top position and and start wailing on her. But he was broken up before then. Um, I don't know. It's obviously not a good PR move. Um, hopefully, well. Hopefully oh, this gets him kicked out of Flash. That would be amazing if this just kicks him out of Flash. I don't want Ezra Miller's Flash. I think a lot of people don't. I think there are a lot of people that love Ezra Miller, but I feel like most Flash fans don't really want him as Flash. Well, I mean, He's not a good fit. Is, there's no defense for this action, right? The only defense you have is I was drunk, but that's still not a good defense. So no. Yeah. Like, there's... Uh, this is going to really – I mean, the coronavirus is already killing him. He, he can't be right like, now, what's but... his name? What's that uh, That dude from, was it Cincinnati, that broke that chick's jaw and be like, she called me the N-word. Joe, and he just, <laughs> yeah, he just took her face off. Well, there was see, no you proof know, at all for what he wanna, was saying. You want to see but, a violent... But, yeah, oh, jo- man. Joe Mixon rough. is a running back. He's and He went and he just took this chick's jaw off. Broke and, her jaw. It yeah, like, just her broke her jaw. her jaw. Completely destroyed. It's a very violent video. You can look it up. Joe Mixon... Uh, they're like, what are they in a Starbucks or something? And he just it's punched. It's not a coffee shop, yeah. Oh, and then his defense was she said the N-word, so now he's still playing in the NFL. But it was like, well, dude, if she says something, oh, that was, that was rough. Not to get off topic. Well, it's kind of in a similar vein, but Ezra Miller doesn't have that defense. He can't be like, she's saying the N-word. So well, there's, he's... There's, there's nothing Ezra Miller can say besides the fact that he's an idiot. So, so yeah, I'll provide... I, I think this will get kicked off Flash. Um, I, I hope w, so. The WB's already kind of like rebooting it, right? So... They don't know what they're doing with uh with superheroes there because their whole franchise was falling apart and then everyone loved Wonder Woman. They're like, crap. And then Aquaman made a billion dollars. Yeah. And then and Shazam then, was well received. Yeah, Shazam but Shazam was not really connected to it. Yes, it was. It one hundred percent was a Superman. But then everyone loved and the Batman. Stupid, then everyone loved the Joker movie, which wasn't really Joker. Um we should talk but about that's not Batman connected at all later but um... we, we can do that but uh just to add context real quick for anyone that doesn't know about the ezra miller situation what happened was according to the friend of the chick that got choked she said that her and her friend were in a bar and ezra miller was there and ezra miller was talking about all the fights he had been in was showing like scars on his neck or whatever and talking about how he's like a real badass and apparently her friend was like oh i could take you in a fight and that's why you see in this video she's like got her hands up and like a big smile on her face she's like joking like ah and then he grabs her. that's like the no win for him though right like let's say they legit did fight right and she just one punch knocks him out right it's like dude you lost to a girl Instead, he takes her and throat slams to the ground. I was like, dude, why are you throat slamming a girl to the ground? 
<laughs> like, yeah, but like, she wasn't actually was fighting. She was like, no, playing I, I know around. that. But what was what's the thought process? This is a lose lose situation no matter what you do. Yeah. So I think obviously wow. there's no justifying what he did. It was just he was really drunk and he's an idiot, and that's basically what it is. I hope this gets him kicked off Flash. I generally don't like people getting fired for things, but I really hope this gets him fired because he was a terrible Flash in Justice League and the worst part of that terrible movie. Like he by far. And, oh my gosh, he's so annoying There's in that movie. There's a lot wrong with that movie. There's yes, but that that shows how bad he was as Flash because in a bad movie he's the worst. Like that that's saying something. But anyways, so any any final th- thoughts on the Ezra Miller? I know. Like, I just think he's an idiot. And hope he gets. I mean, also, I just hope he gets. Uh, I hope he gets help and starts going to AA meetings. But I don't understand. I don't, I just I don't know what he was. I, I his mansion had to be so pissed. No, I didn't. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, I remember on Twitter, like, that day I just saw Ezra Miller's from, like, what? And then I see him choking this chance. Like, <laughs> yes! I mean, like, no! It's so weird. It's obviously the chick's fine, though, obviously. It's not like the Joe Mixon situation where she got her face taken off. This chick's fine. It's just not a good look for Ezra Miller. But anyways, on from the Ezra Miller thing. Now we're on the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. If you don't know, basically, how me and, me and have similar opinions on the Pirates of the Caribbean films i don't think we're going to really argue too much about this the first movie is great and the next two are just trash with some good moments a lot of people it's weird because i've been looking around the internet like watching videos on this a lot of people love this trilogy as a whole it's weird how how you yeah because outside of the uh, first movie the movie sucks yeah so if you they're a that's they're a freaking stretch to get through so you're just sitting there like when's this movie gonna end yeah the the last one's uh, three hours long yeah that's like before three hour movies were really like a thing like now people with avengers and stuff besides really... lord of the rings that was like it yeah lord of the rings and lord of the rings is like holy crap so long now dang yeah but so the three movies are curse of the black pearl that's the name of the first one right yeah like curse of the black pearl and then you have dead man's chest and then at world's end those are the three ones we lost. There's five Pirates of the Caribbean movies total. The fourth one is At Stranger Tides. And what's the... what's? I don't remember the last one's name. Dead Man, like... Ta- Dead Man Tales No Tales? That's it, yeah. But Pirates of the Caribbean aren't really relevant anymore. So if you haven't seen any Pirates, if you're wondering about the franchise, just watch the first one. You don't really need to watch any others. Stranger the Tides isn't good. terrible. Yeah, it's not oh. bad. But the first one is legitimately great. And that's how this franchise like started. And the first one's so good. And... uh I feel like a big reason the first one's so much better than the others is, like, the mix of characters, and they all have clear motivations, like, every single person. Uh, you have the three main characters, which is Jack, Will, and Elizabeth, and they all have, like, there are certain things that they're good at. They all have their motivations. Like, everything makes sense with those characters. Later on, it gets muddled. And then even Barboza, like, his his motivation's great. You understand what he's doing. Like, you don't, act, like, you see that he's a villain, but you don't absolutely hate him. And then later on, the next two movies, everything just gets so much more muddled. But I feel well, like that was the key with this first one, was the fact that everything was so much more clear than these later we movies. Spoilers, right? we spoilers, yeah, we right? can talk spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert if you haven't seen these movies that are like a decade old. So the first one is so good because, like you said, everyone has clear motivation. Um, Barbosa is a very charming villain. Like, he's just so – he's interesting. And um, he's very much contrast to Jack, who's like – Jack's like this kind of like – by chance luck guy who just goes around and he just he's just trying to make it by while Barbosa's like the, when you think of a pirate you think of like Barbosa like this smart savvy captain that has no mercy yeah. um, and it's like oh that's what a pirate is you can see uh, why Jack's crew would be like yeah let's go with Barbosa yeah Barbosa is way more of the pirate like when you think of pirates you think of Barbosa you don't think of Jack Sparrow 
But Jack Sparrow, like the opening scene of Jack Sparrow is so great. The music swells up. Da, 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 and it's him on this pathetic ship bailing out water. And like that's like <laughs> the perfect Jack Sparrow. And a, and a scene, like just a, just a scene that's Jack Sparrow in a nutshell, right? He's the captain yeah. of his own ship. No one wants to be with him. And he's bailing out water because he's 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 sinking. But then yeah, he goes his to introduction port. is great. Uh even though like you said, the, the star of the movie is so great because you you know it's really eerie. It's the British sailing to um I don't know, some island. They don't tell you where they're sailing to. Uh and they come across this uh the ship that has been destroyed by pirates. And it's so eerie and the fog's rolling in, you get told about the ghost stories. And it really puts in the mood, and the and the, what's weird is the movie's not like that. The movie is not this big scary thing about pirates. It's much more lighthearted than that. There but are the moments mo- though, like the yes. underwater march is so great. Yes, um, but the movie does such a good job of balancing. Not like like I I always complain famously on here about the Avengers movies or the the Marvel movies how there's never a real sense of of danger or threat. But in this movie, you like you said that the, the they flip the switch so good from like comic to okay stuff's going down here. Um, in this first movie, yes. Then after that, not at all, because everyone comes back to life. Yeah, that's, that's the two part. Another thing I like about this movie is, yeah, there is a curse of the Black Pearl. These people can't die, and the, but it feels like they make it believable. Where and it also kind of makes sense. Um, I know it makes I like, no sense how I say it, how I say that, but it's to the point where it's not so ridiculous. So what, what we're getting into here is the supernatural element, because it's not just like, Oh, real life pirate stuff. There's a supernatural element to the pirates movies. Um, and in the first one, there's this Aztec gold, like this treasure in this cave that these pirates had stolen and it was cursed. So unless like every single piece gets taken back and then what do they need the blood for again? I can't remember. Because they, the... they, 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 the one that helped them was Will's dad but because they betrayed him and they sunk him, he couldn't give his peace back, so they had to have a sacrifice or something. Oh, like that. okay, that's, yeah, that that's one what... of reasons or something. Yeah, so they needed the blood of, like, the son of one of the guys that helped them steal the gold, along with every single piece of gold that was stolen to get returned back. Otherwise, until then, they can't die, but they also can't feel or taste or anything. Like, they're just empty. They can't, they're not allowed to do anything. Barbosa's they, they don't get enjoyment of anything. Yeah, like Barbosa's famous thing is he always wants to eat an apple because he can't taste anything anymore. Um, that's a great scene, too, when he's sitting there and he's giving Elizabeth all the different food. And he's just watching her. He's like, try an apple next. Because he's just like, he's secondhand eating right yeah. now. He's, <laughs> he's just watching her. Through her. Yeah, um, but the rest of the trilogy doesn't do a good job. Like, they go too overboard with the supernatural. Like, and this is like, okay, you have cursed treasure. You have a goal. They got to get this treasure back. Have cursed treasure. It's just that, that box of Aztec gold. Why didn't they take all the other gold? Just leave know. the Aztec gold there. I don't right? know. Yeah. Like, why would you take that? I guess unless all the treasure had to be returned. But boy, it's a much easier to count those 500 coins than it would be to count, you know, the one jewelry, the one necklace, the silver necklace. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I never understood. Why they return all of it? Why didn't they keep some of it for themselves? I'm not sure about that. But maybe it is connected to all of it. But yeah, I thought it was just a chest. But anyways, yeah, there is so until then, you know, they're like immortal, but at the same time, they, there's no enjoyment in life anymore because they're cursed. And and the later movies, just they go from that, from this like small curse where it's OK, there's this little supernatural element to now there's like a squid pirate that's going after them. Also, sometimes when you die, you get ja- you get dragged to like the other side of the planet and like you're at the edge of the world and the they just go way too overboard with it, like so much. To where this it was just like a, it was an element in the movie, but it wasn't the entire movie. To where after it also, this, it just it goes also the, nuts. There was also no like 
gray area, right? It was like, if you stole the coins, this is how you are. That's it, right? There was like no gray area to what it was. It was very clearly defined what the curse did to you. Yeah. Um, now they also really... used the curse really well. Like when uh-huh. Jack stole the coin. Yeah, that was great. Like, it was really smart. But if I got scrolling through the, the movie, you know, Jack comes to port, um, and then he's, he's going around, and he gets caught, and he gets caught because he's trying to steal a ship, and uh, Elizabeth... Is, is getting wooed by Commodore, and she falls off the cliff. Which, let's be real, it's a miracle she didn't get hit by rocks. And they address that in the movie by saying it's a miracle she missed them. Yeah, um, when Commodore's gonna jump. Which in the coin sends out to tell everyone, "Hey, come get it, come get it." Yeah. And then uh, the which I guess she never went swimming before ever in the ocean before with that wearing that thing. Probably but, not, especially because like you know back then not a whole lot of people even knew how to swim. So then Jack rescues her, which is a great point. I mean, everything with Jack in this movie is fantastic. Jack, yeah, when Jack, he listens to the two, the two dumb British guys, he's yeah. just like, are either you going to save her? Yeah, they can't swim. Uh, what did he say? Pride of the King's Navy, you are? Oh, so yeah, yeah. saves her, and then she comes back, and they're negotiating. And then one of the great scenes that happens, and it's a little beyond belief, but it's so good you go with it, which is a theme in this movie that the other two don't carry over, is that would this ever happen? No, but because it's done so well, you can go with it. When he magically flies up into the air and catches on that thing, and they, they, every single one of the, yeah. the the Royal Navy miss him with their shots somehow. That whole interaction between him and Commodore is great, and yeah. then he like because he saves Elizabeth. So Elizabeth is the daughter of like the governor of that area that they're at. And he saves her, but he's a pirate, and you know he's a pirate, so he there's a warrant out for him to get arrested for all pirate, uh, and so they're going to arrest him. And Elizabeth's like, "No, don't arrest the guy that just saved me." So Jack then, after saving her, takes her hostage and was like, "You know, if you don't let me go, I'm gonna do something." You saved to my hurt. life. I, you saved my life. I saved yours. Or you yeah. saved, I saved your life. You saved mine. I love. Yeah. And he just uses her as a way to escape. And then the whole the whole this is where this starts with the whole um, Captain Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Uh, so he gets away, and then the best scene in the whole movie, I think, is he goes to hide in Will's sword shop. Best sword Will... fight of the entire franchise. Yeah, Will comes back and he's like, "What? What? What's going on?" And then Will finds that he's there, and the, again, yeah, like I said, the best sword fight ensues. The music swells perfectly. The interaction between them is great because he, Johnny Depp is clearly, or I, I wouldn't say clearly, but you can tell he's way more seasoned and experienced with this than than Will is, and he doesn't want to kill Will. Jack, Jack's not that type of pirate. Jack's more of the um, wants to do what he wants whenever he wants to pirate, not like the likes to just kill and and steal and stuff just because. He's he's more of just doing what he wants to do when he wants to do it. So he doesn't want to kill Will, uh, but they have a great sword fight going on, and then he gets knocked out. So he gets captured. Gets knocked then... out by his lazy uh, mentor. Yes. The guy that actually lo- uh, owns the blacksmith shop, because yeah. that's where Will works. He makes swords and stuff. Yes, and then bunch of stuff. And then Jack gets been put in prison, and then they come to get Elizabeth to get the gold, gold coin, which is so great with the whole parlay part. And this is when you first meet Barboza, and they bring her on the ship after they're sacking. They're whole, they're sacking the island, right? It's like piracy, right? Everyone's freaked out. No one knows what's going on. So it's good, like how they handle the whole siege of like this area, because later in the later movies, it's everything just gets so chaotic and it it becomes sort of like Transformers esque, where there's just so much crap going on, you can't tell what's actually going on. Torn this, the the chaoticness is handled a lot better when they're taking over this, when they're doing the siege, and you see like the bomb pirate, and they show like they give you the hint that the bomb pirate like can't die even before you know about the curse, because Will throws a knife in his back, and then like. Two minutes later, you see the bomb pirate back, and it's like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they did a like, good, like, 
foreshadowing there and also you're like you're keeping track of what's going on with where will is at in this city and where or this harbor or whatever and then you see where elizabeth is at and like everything makes sense to where later on again there's there's just a lot of crap going on in yeah, uh, the and, later movies and jack's still stuck in the in the in the prison and then we find we this is when we, when we first learn about the we first see the curse when he puts his hand through the gate and they show off that awesome 2001 2003 cgi with the skull with the bones um, yeah. And then Jack's like, oh, the curse is real. And that all happens. And then Will realizes that he needs Jack's help to go save Elizabeth because the British Navy isn't going to do it. And then it's a great, great scene of them going and stealing the Dauntless um, to steal another ship. And yeah. it's like, that must the, be the best pirate I've ever seen. That's so great, though. That's got to be the worst pirate I've ever seen. And then a minute later, that's got to be the best pirate I've ever seen. And this movie handles Jack's character so well. Like, it establishes it that he uses, like, his own idiocy as sort of a smokescreen for how brilliant Jack really is. But then in the next movie, in Dead Man's Chest, he's just a complete idiot that is just lucky all the time. The third one restores him back to normal Jack, but... In this first movie, Jack, there is luck involved, but a lot of it is stuff that he's planning out, and he uses, like, he makes himself look like a moron. Oh, he's just this drunk pirate that's incapable of doing everything as sort of a smoke screen, so people won't think he's capable, and then he goes and does what he does. But in the next movie, they make him an idiot. In the last movie, the one that came out in 2017, they did the same thing. Like, they made him an idiot. I remember that one. Like, he's just, like, an idiot that's just lucky in a stumble ponds thing, when that's not how Jack is. Jack is very capable. He's one of the best pirates for a reason. Yeah, it's and that's that's what this movie gets so right is he always has a plan. And his plan doesn't always work out, but he always has an idea of what he's gonna do. Yeah. Um which is great. And there and uh like I said, Barbosa is one of the best parts of the film. Him and his big hat, he just feels like he feels like a pirate. Like and he and Jeffrey Rush does an incredible job playing him. Where you're like, that is that that's a pirate captain right there. That guy is just gonna go pillage and do whatever he wants. Um yeah, Jeffrey Rush goes 110 percent into the character. It's great. The second and third one are so bad. I uh, the second the second the third one movie came out in 2007. I saw that movie in theaters when I was 14 years old with my parents. I have not seen that movie until this past weekend again. That was I went 13 years without seeing that movie because I I listed as one of the worst movies I've ever seen. You were saying that, but then I thought we both agreed that At World's End was better than Dead Man's Chest. I don't know if I agree it's better than Dead Man's Chest. It's not as bad as I remember it. Because when um, we, re- we rewatched it, Desmond's chest was just so bad. Like, like they made Jack a complete idiot. And there was so. Did. And I felt, also felt that one felt goofier than all the others as well. Like, they leaned mm-hmm. into it hard. You're talking about how the first one balanced it well. The second one just felt so goofy all the time. Third one had a little bit of that, but not as much as the yeah, second one. Giant the sec- crab lady. The second one. The second one had the freaking, oh, the dude knocked his head off. Oh, no, where's he going? It also had the, uh, this is a day you almost caught J- Captain Jack Sparrow, where they made fun of that awesome moment in the first movie. And the second one is just, oh, see, Jack, he's an idiot. Because he repeats yeah, the line. True. And then, then like, the yeah. The third one, they had the whole weird thing with death and going to get Jack back from dead. And then they had the most OP creature of all time, the Kraken, and they kill it. Just, uh, yeah. just, they just kill it. Like, what? what? Because the British Navy, that okay. So let's we're moving on for the first one. First movie, great movie, fantastic, it's, definitely it, must it's watch. It's probably like a ten out of ten. It, there's there are some problems with it, like uh, when Elizabeth just happens to get a dinghy without anyone noticing to to go to the cave, the pirate cave, and you're like, how did she get that? But the movie is so good, you 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 look you overlook those parts. Yeah. So the second and third movie, they're basically a part one and part two. Like, they, they essentially are. They're very much connected, so we'll be, like, going back and forth between parts in both movies. So I think the big problems are, one, the villain. 
And two, just the fact they didn't know what to do with a lot of the characters. They knew they wanted Jack back, and they had no clue what to do with Will and Elizabeth. Like, no clue at all. Like I said, in the first movie, they have clear motivations. And these ones, they're just like, well, they're part of the Pirates franchise, so we gotta have them. Yeah, it was so weird. The one thing I thought was really weird upon rewatch was, and the first one, it was clear that Will and Elizabeth love each other. Like, that whole thing's at the end. They like know they love each other. And then the second one, they introduced, like, this weird, like, lo- like try and force... Like, love you triangle. as a viewer know that's not a love triangle, but they try and make it like the characters think there's a love triangle with how Elizabeth talks to Jack, and it's really weird. It's like, what? And then the third one, it's re- they're, they're like not even in love until like they get married on the boat, and so it's really weird, and it's like a really forced thing to cause drama, because like you said, they had no idea what to do with their characters, and so oh. they're just trying to force storylines, and it's like, what? And then... Will trying to save his scumbag dad, who was just a scumbag, and the only good thing his dad ever did was stand up for Jack Sparrow after they mutinied him. Yeah. I mean, he left. He left his son on an island to go be a pirate. That's all he wanted his, to do. His dad even admitted that to him. That was the thing. It's not like a hidden fact or something. His dad tells him he's like, "I wish I could tell you that you know us poor dudes like, but I love pirating and then I chose to do it and left you for it." And it's like his dad tells him to. And so the motivation of hey, here's this love of your life, uh, Elizabeth, that you've known ever since you were like what nine or whatever, and then your dad that you knew for like the first nine years of your life, he left you. But you're gonna choose him over your what? That doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Like why he's really going for his dad. I, I felt like that motivation was kind of weak. Why he really wanted his dad didn't make much sense to me. Considering he didn't know his dad very long. His dad was a bad guy. His dad told him he was a bad guy. I feel like after the first one, Will and Elizabeth kind of should have just had that fairy tale ending. Like they live. They lived happily ever after, and that's it. And we could have moved on to the pirate stuff. But they had to like get them involved somehow. But they also knew they wanted to make this movie just about pirates. So you didn't have the clashing of worlds as much as you did in the first one. Like the first one, you had like civil people, like good people, like Will and Elizabeth. Then you had Jack and Jack's way of doing things because he's a pirate. And this next one, everything gets muddled. And it's like, well, now Will and Elizabeth kind of have some more piratey type ideals and stuff. And like, we got to get them involved. It just, it, it didn't make much like, sense. Elizabeth hates pirates in the first one. Like she hates them. Um, but she's like fascinated by them at the same time. But she well, doesn't agree to be with fair, them. a pirate did save her. So yeah. But she still doesn't like agree with anything they do. But then, like, she gets becomes like more and more of one. Like you said, it's just stupid. It's like you could, you had something to go with the first one, but they really didn't know what to do with their character. They really didn't even know what to do with Jack's character in the second one. Like they didn't know what to do with him. They just knew that he was being hunted by Davy Jones, who that was really stupid. But it's like let's just get some more CGI villains in here for what reason? We don't know because Star Wars did it. That was great. Yeah, that's the whole plot of the second one is, so, the first one, the curse is ended, Barboza dies, Jack gets his revenge on Barboza, who caused the mutiny on him, and so it's like, you don't have a setup for the second one, we have no clue what we're gonna do with the second one, other than we know that Will and Elizabeth are together, and Jack's out there. So, Jack, it turns out that the Black Pearl, his ship, was raised from the depths by Davy Jones. So, because Davy Jones did that for him, he owes Davy Jones a hundred years of servitude on his ship, the Flying Dutchman. Which doesn't really, really make any sense, because it's like, why would you get your ship raised if you know you can't be the captain of it? Okay. Um, and then you have Will and Elizabeth, who, because at the end of the last movie, they saved Jack Sparrow from a hanging, they are now wanted for that. And so Elizabeth gets captured by the new British evil man. So that guy's one of the worst parts of this movie. I don't even remember his name, but there's a new evil British man. And the first movie, Commodore wasn't evil. He was just an establishment guy. Like, he was the follow the law, the you know, the British Empire is great and all guy. that. And if you look at it the right way, he's the good guy, because the pirates are not good people. 
yeah, but he's not a good guy either. But he's not evil. He's like following the law. He's doing like you know that what not, you're not being a good quote guy? unquote supposed. No, that's not because the law is not always right. Friggin' well, seventeen seventy six, man. So the law was wrong in that in the, about pirates. I mean, I feel like just simply seeing a pirate who saved your daughter and being like, "We should hang him." I'd say, yeah, that's a bad law. Oh well. Yeah, I would say that's pretty clear. That's bad. Oh yes, this man, this man saved my daughter, but because he's of this ilk, we should hang him immediately. Saying, we don't know. We knew he had a lot of brushes with any trade companies. We don't know what he's done besides that. But so. what, uh, but what I'm saying is that neither of them were necessarily the good guy. But Commodore wasn't an evil guy. He was just an establishment guy that, like you know, Abby's yeah. barking at something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, and to, to where in and the contrast I was trying to make in in the following movies, you have this guy that's just downright evil and just wants to do the baddest things for bad reasons. He has no motivation. Like Commodore had motivation, you know, he wanted to impress Elizabeth and her father, and he wanted to win Elizabeth over. You could see where he was coming from. To where this guy in the next movies, he had no clue what his motivation was. Just that he wanted to be bad guy, make bad guy British man. And he wanted to get control of uh, Davy Jones' ship, the Flying Dutchman, to be, like, the best evil British guy ever. Like, th- there was no point. Like, I liked Commodore in the first movie. Like, I could see where he was coming from. That makes no sense either, Davy. Davy Jones makes no sense. So his whole point, we learned in the third movie, is to ferry souls from this world Calypso. when they die. What? Calypso. Oh. The fairy, the fairy souls from this world and to the next world, right? Which is really weird because they float in these boats that you – whatever – any, it's really, it's really stupid. They float, yeah, so they if you die at sea, your soul gets like, buried, just, yeah. buried over into the next world. <laughs> it makes but, no sense at all. It makes no sense because they can't, they ferried back. So why don't you just paddle back? Anywho, it makes no sense. <laughs> but so that's his goal. So Calypso, this crab queen, charge <laughs> crab goddess, charges him to do it for ten years. And we don't, don't know, know why, why, by the way. Yeah, she just does it because he loves and, her, and I guess she needed someone to do so it because she's who was ferrying souls before him? They don't tell us that because they didn't know what they, they were talking about. So because there has to be like that's there's so many holes in this. Who was ferrying souls before Davy Jones was? And also, if it was no one, then why did Davy Jones have to do it? And if there was Calypso, someone, then why did he have to replace because, that someone? Because Calypso supposedly loved him, so why would she damn her own lover to be the freaking farrier? Because you learned that Calypso really didn't love him that much. Because because the fact that she didn't show up when she said she would. Okay, that's so that's really stupid. But my point is, so Davy Jones has has his heart in the chest, so he can't die, right? Unless you stab his heart, but you, he basically can't die. Um. Yeah. So he just goes around pirating for what though? He's it's almost like he's Barbosa from the last movie, where he he's been alive for so long and he lives on the bottom of the ocean. He doesn't get enjoyment out of eating. Or like the only enjoyment he gets is, is of killing people or making them sorrow in his ship. But for what purpose? He doesn't do his original purpose of ferrying people across the sea. Yeah, uh, and he's not getting back with Calypso, so it's yeah. like, what it, is it? Yeah, what is his motivation? Why does he want to continue doing what he's doing? He just wants people to but his Dutchman has no cause besides just destroying ships. But he brings them on to, and he can only step on dry land once every ten years, which is a really weird rule where they don't really say why, but that's that's his thing. Yeah. But what is his? Why is he even going on dry land? But so, his whole purpose was to ferry souls, but now he doesn't ferry souls, so he just goes around destroying ships just to destroy them. So I guess that's the only sense of enjoyment he gets. Yeah, like, I don't but get it, why he wouldn't, like, be like, hey, my heart's here, please kill me. Because he has no purpose. Like, Barbosa's purpose was, I know how to end this curse. I could do it, and once I do it, I could finally be a man again. I could taste apples. I could enjoy things. Like, I could finally feel again. To where Barbosa, I mean, not Barbosa, uh, Davy Jones... 
there's no way to undo, like he doesn't know any way to undo what he's his current predicament. So he's just going around killing everything and, and like what only, wouldn't you want to die? The only motivation you ever got was that he wanted to bound Calypso to human form, and he did that like forever yeah. ago. So you're like there's no the, there's nothing. What what's his purpose? And then another stupid thing is he has the Kraken. The most OP thing in the universe is the Kraken because it can just take ships down without you getting a chance, right? It just comes up and kills you until so Sam Worthington it, comes it, around. It's the biggest thing in the uh, the second movie. Everyone's scared. Do we? Oh, we ran a we ran aground on, cor- on coral. Oh no! What's going on? Oh no! It's 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 uh, what do you call it? It's of, the kraken, uh, which Rick which is really stupid Day. because in the first, whenever each time you see this kraken attack, it immediately destroys the ships. Right when it first yep. attacks the black pearl, it puts all its tentacles up really dramatically so they can all shoot them. Um, which is really stupid. Yeah. Uh, but the second time it attacks the ship, it destroys the black pearl. Right, which is the best ship of all time. Right, but you can't outrun a sea creature because okay, that's cool. Right, I'm cool with that. The next time you see it is in the third movie, killed on a beach. Yep. Are you kidding me? There's no satisfying thing with like, oh, they figure out how to feed it or anything. It's just, it's just dead, just... and it's because the the stupid evil, evil McBritish old, guy. Yeah, evil McBritish guy said to kill it, but wouldn't he? If he has control of Davy Jones, wouldn't he make Davy Jones do that for his own purpose? And as long as he stands on dry land, Davy Jones can't hurt him. So what? Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But we'll just say something positive about Dead Man's Chest. Hold up, one lot... more thing. One more thing. Okay. One more thing. Why is Davy Jones doing the bidding of the British guy? What? What? Why does he want to stay alive? Hold what, on, we're about to move on to, to the next for? movie. More. So the second movie, like most of the stuff on that one island where his heart is, is pretty good. Like most of that stuff's good. I like. You're forgetting the uh, like the weird Aztec people with the thumbs. I know that that's because I don't want to talk about that. Let's start with start. So there's a lot of filler in these movies that they're like so stupid. Like so, there's a Temple of Doom esque part on an island where there's just a bunch of like native people of this island that are very primitive and they just like eat people. And they they think Jack's a god and they're gonna sacrifice him to free him from his human form hey, and also about, eat him. And that it, dumb luck. How about the part where he running around with the tied with the stick to the back of him? Oh yeah, and there's hopping, fruit hopping. fruit kebab. It's so yeah. stupid. And he's hopping it, over places with the stick. He bounces yeah. around. It's so stupid, and it's like thirty minutes, and it's just like complete filler. It makes it like we did not need that part. And then they do that in the third movie where when they first introduce Jack and he's on the ship, and there's fifty other Jacks, and then he's dragging his ship with crabs, and that's like thirty minutes, and it's like. Why is this, these movies so self-indulgent? Why is there so much time wasted? Now I see why these movies are so much longer than the first one. Because there's just so much filler. But anyways, most oh. of the stuff on the island where they get J, uh, Davy Jones' heart is pretty good for the most part. Like, the fight's pretty cool. Um, I like the part where Commodore, Jack, and Will are all fighting. And Elizabeth's like, what are you guys doing? And she, like, fakes feigning yeah, to see if that'll my work. favorite part of the second movie. Is yeah, that, that like, that stuff's good, but that's, like, it. The rest of the movie just I feel like that's the best, sucks. uh... Uh, I feel like that's the best. Um... That's where it peaks after the first movie. Yeah, I think that's the best <laughs> part of all of the next two movies. I agree, but besides that, that movie sucks. So let's move the on to the third. One, the second one well, is actually, two and a half hour, the second one is two and a half hours long, and the third one is almost three hours long. Yeah. So at the end of the second movie, actually, uh, Jack dies because Elizabeth ties him to the ship so the Kraken can get him, so that way he could be a sacrifice, so they can get away. But obviously, Jack's selfish, so he won't sacrifice himself. So Elizabeth ties him to the boat, so he has no choice. Um, and he gets killed by the Kraken. And then at the end of the second movie, they talk to um, Lifeline from Apex Legends, and she tells him, 
you gotta go to the world's edge. That's where Jack's at. And then you see the Barboza reveal. Barboza reveal was great. Real quick, Bar if if we're talking about the best pirate in all these movies, it's Barboza. Barboza's oh, wow. the best he's the MVP. Barboza's the best pirate. He if you're like, looking he for feels like when best. you think like I said, when you think when when you think of a pirate, Barboza's what you immediately think of. That's that's just who you immediately think of. Yep. Good leader. Great pirate, good swordsman. Barboza, a little dirty, little bit of honor in a, a few ways, but for the most part, just does whatever he wants. Bar- <laughs> I agree to let her go, but you forgot to specify when or where. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so on to the third movie. The beginning, their whole goal is to go get Jack, and again, it feels like a big waste of time because it's this, it's this stupid thing where they well, go a, through like. So this is a really stupid th- part about the movie is the third one is like you said, the beginning getting Jack, but Elizabeth kills. Jack at the at the end of the second one because she realizes the the big kraken has come after her to kill him and then she immediately feels bad about it, like yep. immediately. Yeah. Like, what? Like you did not like Jack because Jack lied to you because Jack gave Will away so Jack didn't care about Will, right? Jack only yeah. cares about himself. But so she only so she's like, okay, well I can't stand you because you just try to give away my husband or my boyfriend or whatever he is. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I realize what it's after. It's after you. So you're the one that's gonna go down for this. And then she immediately feels bad, and so bad she won't tell Will. So stupid. Yep. And then, <sighs> so yeah, their whole like the beginning of it, they're like in Taiwan, I think, and they're like, there's this Asian pirate dude that they're dealing with, and then we the learn that there's the nine pirate lords. pirate lords. So in the first movie, there's the we first get a little hint of stuff like this when Elizabeth calls for parlay, which means she can meet with the captain and there's like some rules for pirates, but Barbosa reveals the, <laughs> the rules are more like guidelines and not really that much to be followed. Pirates can kind of choose who they want to. It's kind of like, it's a funny little thing, but then this next one turns out there's like basically a whole pirate government with nine pirate Lords and they all have meetings and they could vote for a pirate King if they want to. And it turns out these unruly pirates are very, very, <laughs> very like established and have this like their own sort of government and it's so stupid like, it's so dumb they, they should have just left off we had a nice like little offhand comment about it in the first movie that was it this one they delve deep into it. it's like no we don't we don't need to learn more about that we don't need nine pirates lords and then they need nine pieces of eight where it's so stupid because they used like this th- that's what needs to be used to free calypso and it's just so dumb so dumb yeah, and the reason they were going to lose to the British Army was because they had control over – man had control of the ocean, but they gave control back to Calypso, um, which you've got to be a pretty bad goddess or god if you can get taken captured by men, right? Like that – you – you really suck, her whole thing is job. like she's the spirit of the ocean or whatever, but yeah. I guess oh yeah, 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 that's how she got captured because she would visit turn to human form to visit Davy Jones and Davy yeah. Jones got her captured. Yeah. So you you really suck at your job if you're if you're a god or a goddess and you get captured by men. Right? Like that woof. You ain't getting no promotions anytime soon. Um no. But even Barbosa is the only one that gives a decent speech about that. And yeah. then Elizabeth's like, let's turn and fight and oh, so yeah. bad. That movie because they movie because that, they killed her father. That's why she wants to fight the British. You talk about a movie that drags on. That third movie, you sit there and you're like, when is this ever going to end? That one, like that final action scene where they're in the whirlpool, lasts for so long. And so this is a complaint I had. I was talking to Ian about in the middle of the movie. 
Jack and Davy Jones are fighting, and they're having a sword fight. So Davy Jones is blocking all Jack's, you know, attacks and parrying and all that. It doesn't make any sense because Davy Jones can't die unless you stab his heart, and his heart is separated from his body in a chest. So stabbing him does nothing. We saw this earlier with Commodore. Commodore stabbed him through. Fine. Doesn't really feel anything. Maybe a little bit. Doesn't make any sense. So they're up on top, like, at the crow's nest, fighting on, like, a beam. And Davy Jones is sitting there. Do, like, blocking every single one of Jack's attacks when it would be more effective for him to just let Jack stab him through and then for him to stab Jack afterwards because that un- effectively disarms Jack by having his sword stuck in Davy Jones because it's not like he could kill him. But instead, he's having this big fight with him. It's like, what? And then even later, I, was it Will who stabbed him? Someone stabs him. And I think it was... Or no, it was Jack. I don't remember. I, Jack or Will stabs him and he just lets it happen and then he breaks it with his crab arm. It, it, his, it's, it's Will or Elizabeth, one of those two. I can't remember okay. which one does Someone it. stabs, I think it was Will, and he breaks it. And it's like, why didn't you do that earlier when Jack was fighting well, you? It, exactly what I called, it, too. It I called said back it. to the first one because the first one, he's fighting Barbosa while Barbosa has to curse. Barbosa just throws it, puts his sword down and says, What's the point of fighting me? I can't die. Yeah. And he's like, This is stupid. And he, and he Jack just stabs him straight through. And it's one of the great moments because Barbosa just sighs and goes, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like I told you, I can't die. Like seriously, no point in doing this. Um, yeah, but then this one, nope. He just continues fighting him, and that yeah. fight and is just this, the British Navy. The whole fleet of the British Navy is behind them, and all they want to do is kill pirates. And then, and they don't send the rest of their fight their guys out to go kill the kill the pirates. No, they just they let the, the Dauntless fight Dutchman. this one ship. Or yeah, yeah the, the flying Dutchman. Like what? Also, the but poor Commodore. Commodore was an interesting character in the first movie, and then the next movie you see that his life was ruined by Jack. Kind of makes sense, but still, I don't. I didn't like the whole arc of him trying to get back into the British Navy. I thought that was stupid. Um, and then the third movie, he just dies. It's like he. You know who it reminds me a little bit of? Kind of like Hux in the Rise of Skywalker. You know how yeah, it's he's like. Than Hux. He's way yes, he Hux. is, but still, you know how. Hux is because I never liked Hux to where I actually liked Commodore, but it reminded their roles in the third movie kind of remind me a little bit because remember he frees them from prison, Commodore frees yeah. them from prison the same way Hux frees them Freeze in the Rise of Skywalker, yeah. and then gets killed just like Hux did. I I just yeah. noticed that I just thought of that now, but yeah they got very very similar in that aspect. But Commodore was cool. I liked Commodore. Like you could you kind of felt a little sorry for Commodore, and then. Actually, I didn't mind his motivation in the second one because when he lost Elizabeth, all he had left was his military career. So I didn't mind that. Um, Like, he lost all his prestige and everything. I honestly wish he would have went full selfish and would have just, like, freaking became the captain of the Flying Dutchman himself in the second one or something. (laughs) Instead of, like, what he did. I wish you imagine if he would have, like, opened the chest and just stabbed the heart. I don't think the last two should have been a two-parter. I don't think they should have done that. I think that was kind of stupid. Like, we didn't need Davy Jones back. But he really still. didn't because he wasn't a good villain. He had no. A motivation. lot of people love him though. Like I said, like the talk on the internet, people love him. I don't know why. I have no idea. I have no idea. He plays his freaking organ with his tentacles. Oh yeah, the- <laughs> and he's always crying because he misses Calypso, but he hates Calypso. That moment was great though in the third one where um Jack's got the chest and he's like, I got the key, and Davy Jones like, No, you don't. Shows him the key, and then it's like, Oh, Jet, that was more of like smart Jack using his yeah. wits to get him to show his key. It's like. Uh, Dead Man's Chest Jack would have never done that. He would have, like, freaking slipped on a banana peel and then, like, somehow, when he fell down, seeing the key hiding under the tentacles. Yeah, but, yeah, it, it, I, like My problem with the third one is I can't think of any... The only good part I can remember, and it's not even really a part, it's just a moment, is when Jack comes back from the den and they're captured, and he's like, 
Did anyone come back because they because they missed me and like three people raised their hands like I'm gonna go stand with them like that's the only part I can think of the throw yeah, that I like. Ev everyone else brought Jack back for selfish reasons, but he's like, did anyone else bring back purely just because they missed me and yeah. like a couple people raised their hands? So like I'm gonna stand over with those guys. Yeah, I can't think of any other parts of the movie that I'm there. I'm like, I like that part. Like I can't, I can't think of it. I can't stand it. Uh, there are other parts that were decent, but yeah, it wasn't that great. The movie was pretty bad. The the Dead Man's Chest and Ant World's End are just not good movies. No, they're not. Which is crazy. They still made like one of them made like a billion dollars, I think. Right? Yeah, uh, Dead, Dead Man's Chest. Chest or... Yeah, made a bit. No, and then the other one made like nine hundred fifty million. Yeah. So, so basically think... a billion. I mean, this is before you know you really got, heard talks about billion dollar billion dollar movies. So this shows you how popular other other otherworldly popular these jobs are. These uh these movies were. Yeah. Um, I mean, now we're apparently. Bible, Who knows right? where the Pirates franchise stands now? Because they were going to reboot it without Johnny Depp because of there were all those rumors about him uh, abusing Amber Heard. But then the truth came out that she was actually abusing him. So who knows what they're going to do now? If they're going to like not reboot it and bring him back, I wonder. Well, I don't know. What, well, obviously they're not thinking about that right now. Yeah, but, but uh, I, I don't know. If you reboot it, you can't bring you can't bring Jack Sparrow back. It's like the same thing with Han Solo. You just can't. You can't they already did that, though, Ian. Solo, a Star Wars story. Hopefully they, hopefully they learned. Um, you just can't do it. Um, it's just impossible. It's just too iconic of a character. It won't happen. won't be able to be done. Um, yeah, I, I I, don't know. that. Shaq is still entertaining. I mean, not, not really not the second one because it's so bad. Um, yeah. But the third one, Jack is entertaining. Yeah, Jack is, Jack is back to being Jack. I think that's the main reason I like the third one better than the second one because Jack felt like Jack again, unlike in the second one, where he yeah, just felt like a big dumb idiot that luck was no on his scene side. Or like sequence that I can think of in the third one that I actually liked, like when Elizabeth becomes Pirate King. I hate that sequence. When um, I I like that part purely because Jack wanted to do what she wanted to do, so that's why he voted for her. Because everyone yeah. thinks, oh, every pirate's gonna vote for themselves, and it, it's again, it's more of Jack like being manipulative and like being smart so he's like elizabeth swan everyone else votes for themselves like i i, I actually like that part i just i just i can't stand elizabeth because i felt like she got her way like in the third one with that she wanted the whole time she wasn't a pirate and like they just like, completely accepted her into the pirate like the piracy world well that's because uh, the freaking asian dude was like hey you're now my pirate person oh, because yeah, i, I died that yeah that's why well, i hate the whole pilot lord stuff that's so stupid. oh it was i agree it was stupid i do like at the end though where barboza just completely ignores her even though she's pirate king i mean she's yeah. like i don't care <laughs> yeah, but we... then you know how in the first one how they're like you know the the code is more of a guideline yeah. and then a rule and then the uh, when they're there with all the pirate lords and johnny Depp's dad is there and they're like hey uh, or Jack Sparrow's dad, and they're like, you wouldn't have just ignore the code, would you? It's like, yeah, you would. You're all pirates. Why are you guys yeah. acting like it's such a big deal to ignore the code? The You're pirates! It. Like, It's the whole, whole point of it. Yeah. Like, you don't, you, you do what you want, and yet, like you said, there's this book that's bigger than, like, four books of War and Peace telling you how exactly you have to be as a pirate. Yeah. It's um, kind of like in uh, Suicide Squad, when it turns, like, 90% of the people in the Suicide Squad were good people and heroes. Yeah. And it's like, that's not why we came to see this movie, but okay. But they're taught about family, and they're good people. It's like Pirates, where it's like, we have a code. It's like, that's not who you are. You Yeah, stupid. all I can just think of, man, being a pirate must have sucked when, like, um... Scurvy? Planes got around. Yeah. Well, when planes became a thing. Because, like, you didn't have near as much to pirate anymore, right? So, I mean, you still have the uh, I am the captain now guys doing yeah, the thing. But you can't really pirate an airplane, right? So... 
you can't disable an airplane and go board it, really, because that thing's going down. So no, but you still um, have ships out there. Freaking yeah, true. Captain Phillips and all that. Yeah, but now they're uh, now they're different. So uh, all right, name from the entire trilogy: best scene, worst scene. Best scene is Will versus Jack in the uh, sword fighting. Uh, that's the best scene in the first huh? one. The worst scene. Yes. I'll, have to, I'll say a whole a whole part. I want to go with Calypso becoming the crabs because she's terrible. But it's got to be the island Aztecs. It's got to be them. <laughs> that, that, that whole there's, sequence. There's nothing good from when they land on that island to when they leave the island that's good about that part. There's that nothing is true. good. That is the only true. good there's... part is when the dog runs away from them. There's yeah. nothing good with that whole – the other thing is, they have spears and they're chasing Jack. I guess they don't want to kill him because he's their god. But, like, oh, it's just so bad. There's nothing that that part, and nothing really even gets accomplished. The only thing they accomplish is that Will finds Jack on that island. Nothing else gets accomplished. That's true. That that whole sequence is just terrible. Like I said, it's just all uh, filler. Yeah. Um, I I was gonna go with worse seeing the crabs, the well, the lady turn like Calypso turning into a, a bunch of crabs. Was so stupid. Yeah, like this, like you can't think of a better thing to turn into than crabs. <laughs> like especially because like the whole point is she's supposed to be like a goddess of the sea or whatever. It's like what what represents a sea bag? Is it a shark? Is it like a stingray? Some crabs. <laughs> Made no sense. <laughs> or maybe she could turn into like a mermaid or something. Like we not exist in the universe. Yeah. Now we do. Not crabs. That's what she does. She turns into a bunch of crabs. Yeah, oh literally. my goodness. Okay, what was the best scene? Best scene. Uh, hmm, uh, it's between. I love that fight. It's probably like you said, the fight between Jack and uh, Will. But I love the whole the underwater march when they storm the British ship. That oh, part's so it. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that part. I'll go. I'll go between that, like the Jack versus Barboza fight at the end, versus that. Yeah, um, like it's so good. I like man. It's done. I do like one of the themes I like throughout the entire trilogy is the fact that everyone's constantly betraying each other and just doing their own selfish deeds. Like I do like that aspect. Like Jack, Will, and Elizabeth are all constantly just like betraying each other. But like, it makes no e- sense that like Elizabeth and Will are not talking to each other. Like yeah, that's, the, uh, that's thing stupid. About the whole thing. But like, I, 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 I have to pump up drama. I agree there, but I'm saying like I liked how like Jack had the, his motivation, then Will and Elizabeth had theirs, and like they were constantly like at odds. But yeah, the whole oh no, maybe she loves Jack, even though she's so nothing of that besides that one kiss thing. And the like, she could have just told him. I don't get the whole it was my job to bear the burden. No, it wasn't. Just tell Will, and he would 100 percent understand. Like, what is they your had problem? The, they had to drum up drama between them. Um, they had to, they had to figure something out. That was a good part in the third one. They get married on the ship. Um, yeah. Barbosa. Barbosa is so good. Barbosa. Any any time Barbosa is on screen, it's a good. It's a good. It's a yeah. decent uh, scene, just purely because of Jeffrey Rush as as uh, Barbosa. Also, I'll say this because the writing is like not consistent at all throughout these movies, but the writing for Barbosa is pretty consistent. Yeah. More so than Jack, because like I love Jack as a character. He's a highlight of these movies, but the writing for him is very well, that's inconsistent. Because, that's only because Barbosa wasn't in the second one at all. That's why. Oh, that's true. Because in the first and third movie, Jack's pretty consistent. I don't get the whole like Jack seeing other Jacks thing in the third movie. That part was weird and that was stupid. Just Jack going crazy. Like I don't. I felt like that was unneeded. But okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, rank the rank all of them. We'll rank all of them, even though we're not talking about all of them. One through ten. No, I mean one through five. There's only five of these movies. Okay, one 
four. Okay, I'll go. I just one. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you know, okay, I'll go. One, four, three, two. And oh, actually, no, no, wait, I forgot. There's a freaking fifth movie. Yeah. Uh, one, four. Um, I guess five, three, two, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's I been so long since I've seen the fifth one. I saw go, it at camp theaters, but one, I don't remember. I'm gonna go one, four, five, five, just purely because of Barbosa. One, four, five, two, three. Okay. So that's our rankings. Uh, but yeah, I think next week is May the Fourth, so we'll be talking Star Wars. We're gonna watch the Siege of Mandalore, which is an I arc on Clone Wars. Skywalker. Yeah, I we're not doing that. We're not even gonna be watching the entirety of Clone Wars season seven. Just that arc, the Siege of Mandalore, which is the final arc, which is supposedly good. Um, I well, saw hopefully... the clip on Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't say anything yet, though. Don't, don't say anything yet. <laughs> we already know part of it, and it looked really stupid. But we're hoping it's good. At least I'm hoping it's good because I like the Clone Wars series. Ian did not. Yeah, and look who appears to be right. Um, me, because this show's still overall good. Uh, so we'll be talking about that next week. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys later. Peace out.